welcome to the perfect dance, perfect Halloween special, full of horrible stories that will make you scream, and brought to you by Sherry's Berries. Has too much football kept you in the doghouse all season? Score a touchdown with your wife or girlfriend. Send her sweet, delicious dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries. Giant dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries are starting at only $19.99. They are beautiful, juicy, mouth-watering berries dipped in white chocolate, milk chocolate, and dark chocolate, covered with decorative designs. Did you know that Sherry's Berries has football berries? Ha 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 ha, it's true. Next time you're watching the game with the family, order some berries. The wife and kids will think you're awesome. Act now on these delicious gifts. They are selling fast. Order today. To access these offers from Sherry's Berries, call 866-FRUIT-02 or even better, visit berries.com. B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click the microphone in the top right corner and type Ralphie. You've got to see these enormous berries for yourself. Go to berries.com, click the microphone and type Ralphie. Please do this and you will be supporting the podcast. Don't wait. Order now. And here's the show. I like the house to cold. Scares me when she's driving And that always causes a fight I like to fuck in the morning And I like to fuck at night Sometimes it drives me crazy Hi guys, welcome to the Perfect 10 Podcast. This is our very scary special Halloween episode, and we're very lucky to have Ralphie back with us today. Yay, Ralphie! Hey everybody, I'm back uh, from rehab, kind of. Yeah, uh, you're just taking a little break this week because you came to Vegas to the lovely South Point to honor your commitment here. Yeah, and uh, meeting with the fans, uh, the podcast winners uh, came out and uh, hung out with them uh, last night and had a great meal uh, with a couple of the winners. And uh, uh, DM Blue was uh, strong. and uh, Got to see Tabitha Stevens. Got to see hang out with Tabitha and uh, had a blast, man. The show's been going kick-ass and uh, we've been having a great time out here. And, you know, it's, um, it's great to take a break, you know. But I feel so much better, guys. You know, um, you know, I'm not in there for uh, drugs and alcohol, but I'm in there with a bunch of people that are. And I'm going to uh, take the recorder in, and I'm going to get a great bunch of stories from, uh, uh, you know, heroin addicts and uh, and cokeheads and alcoholics. And uh, it's going to be a bunch of fun stories coming out. 
Well, good. I'm, I hope they let you record that. So they are. They are. There. I already asked them. Oh, cool. I can't wait to hear all about that stuff. Crazy stuff you've been hearing about while you're in there. Oh. And you're getting so much better, Ralphie. That's the good news. I right? feel so much better. Yeah, and you still have another two weeks to go. So, yep. um, So, yay for Ralphie. And I'm so glad you're here. And we can also talk about Halloween, which is our favorite holiday, right? Oh, my favorite. I'm sad I'm going to miss trick-or-treating with the babies. But uh, you know what I am not going to miss is, oh, oh God, I, I I love candy corn. I tell you, I, I can't eat it this year, but, man, next year I might make up for it. What's your favorite part about eating candy corn, Ralph? Well, <laughs> two years ago I smoked a gang of weed and I overdosed on candy corn. I ate three bags of candy corn. The next day, first I shit white. Then I shit yellow. Then I shit orange. It was crazy. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it was awesome. I, uh, <laughs> I we don't give away fun size no, candy bars. Never either. ever ever give never. out the we fun size. We give away size. whole size candy Why bars. Why is that? Because fun size ain't no fun, That's baby. Right. You take one bite and it's fucking done. It's a fucking jip. All right, that ain't no fucking fun. All right. So we give away whole size candy bars. So if you come a trick or treating, uh, stop by our house in Nashville. There'll be a big old thing of real size candy bars. That's right, goddammit. Reese's. That's right. Two cups, bitches. Two cups. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hershey's, uh, Snickers. That's the best goddamn candy bar. Um, Milky Way, which well, is. You know why Snickers? Yeah. Because you used to say why? Because it's the greatest goddamn candy bar of all time. Right, and and uh, it's 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 the best. It's, it's got satisfying. nuts, right? It does. It does. That's why it's the only one with nuts. It's got fucking balls. Right. It's got you nuts, like your candy bitches. bars with nuts. It does. It's delicious. It's, <laughs> it's floating on nougat. I don't even know what nougat is. Just terrific. It's caramel intertwined. Well, we made this episode very very scary because yes. we invited our good friend Scary Gary. Yeah, Scary Gary Cannon. Who um is a fucking creep. Right. His okay, so Gary's Gary's definitely creepy. We uh we call him creepy Gary. The kids even call him what do they call him Dirty Gary. That's no, what they, they call him, call him uh, creepy creep. Gary, Dirty Gary, whatever they yeah. can. And I and won't let the kids sit on his lap. The premise for this thing was that Gary has exceeded his pussy quota. It's something that I came up with a long time ago. And yep. I, I, I feel like everybody's kind of born with a preordained amount of pussy that they're allowed to have in their life. And Gary by with no doubt has exceeded it. You know, a lot of guys Not can exceed it, be, be it through financial means, they get successful with money, or they're on stage and they're funny and they end up being tricked. And so he's he's had way more women than he probably should. Amen to that shit. And uh, so way more women. Way more, right? Way more women. Look, not just in the quantity, but also the quality. So here's a little interview we did with Gary Cannon. Ten. Gary, you're self-aware that you have on some level exceeded your pussy quota. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was teaching a comedy class in Ontario, which probably says enough about, <laughs> about me and my scumbaggediness. <laughs> that I was teaching a comedy class. Meanwhile, when I haven't written a new joke in you know five years, I should have <laughs> been taking a comedy class. Uh, so the best story, I mean, I, I still to this day, I'm very proud of this story. Years ago, I was probably, I don't know, 36. Years and ago. Years, <laughs> this is when comedy clothes were in black and white. Uh, so, so I was probably about 36, and I was teaching a comedy class. And we had a student who was also a server at the Ontario Improv who was taking our class, a guy by the name of Ryan. So he was a young Mormon kid, probably about 20. 
and he would take our class every Saturday morning at the Ontario Improv, and he would come with his girlfriend, who was 20 at the time. They were both Mormon, very devout Mormon. Uh, they went to church together. They were probably going out for 9, 10, 11 months, something like that. I was so smitten with his girlfriend. The girl barely spoke four words. She would sit in the back of the club, watch him. She you was like adorable. them quiet. Well, the, 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 yeah. the girl that I'm dating now is, is so the same quiet. way. Yeah, yeah, you right? like girls that they don't say much. Yeah, you just uh, look pretty and don't say anything. <laughs> just keep it, keep it quiet. Uh, so I was smitten with this girl. I mean, just absolutely beautiful. Just, I don't know, it, I was like something about her. So I started hanging out with Ryan to get to her. Is Ryan aware of this now? I mean, are you guys still oh, cool? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ryan's aware of this. Uh, months or years later, actually. And Ryan and I are friends now. He lives in Utah. But uh, Ryan was aware of this. So basically what happened was I was over their house one time, and somehow I got Aaron's phone number. I, I, I managed to get her phone number as a goof. So when I was over there one day, she was telling me how Ryan wasn't treating her right. I guess I guess she was sick one weekend, and, and Ryan didn't care and all this other stuff. And I texted her, and I said, I just want to let you know, if I were dating you, I would make you soup and take care of you and all the oh, typical you're, you're bullshit. Oh, so full of shit. <laughs> so full of shit. No guy's doing that. It's all a bullshit scam. And she wrote back to me. She's like, are you serious? And I said, do you want me to be serious? And she said, I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. So Ooh. we were texting back and forth without Ryan ever knowing that this was going on. Ooh, dirty. Right. Dirty. She was a huge Brian Regan fan. So so was Ryan. I mean, Ryan was a huge Brian Regan fan. So I ended up getting tickets to see Brian Regan. Ryan thought he was going. I only had one extra ticket. So I said, hey, would you be bummed out if – I didn't take you to go see Brian Regan. He's like, well, kind of, but why? And I said, don't be mad, but I know Aaron's a big Brian Regan fan. I wanted to take this. is This is how oh, Ryan you're got his such first, a dick, first Gary. wind wow. of this. So Ryan is like, why, that, why would you take Aaron? This makes no sense at all. I mean, we're dating. Like, why would you take her as just a friend? So needless to say, that's kind of how Ryan found out that there was an interest between us, <gasps> that we – we're how long going had they been together? Forth. Like two years at that point. Probably a year and a half. I mean, wow. it was a long time. And you have to remember, like, they were both Mormon. Like, they weren't fooling around. Like, nothing was going on. I happened to catch Aaron in a phase where she was ready to start rebelling against the whole Mormon thing. Like, she Oh, had, and you're the perfect thing to rebel on. I'm the, I'm <laughs> the great, like, I'm the great the... rebound, right? I mean, <laughs> this, this, was, this was awesome. Nobody would approve of this. This nobody, is awesome. I'm gonna... <laughs> nobody. So this was in a, in a stage of, like, she started drinking and she started, you know, you know, Totally pulling away from Ryan. Right. She's drinking coffee. Like, right, that's right, right. her that big rebellion. Her, that, that was her big rebellion of, like, let's go to Starbucks <laughs> or something like that. Like, I'm really going to hop off board. So there was this weird transition that then Ryan and I stopped talking. Like, we lost our friendship. Like, it was done. And, and I was okay with that because, listen, I mean, I didn't know Ryan for very long, and I really just wanted to get to Aaron. <laughs> Aaron was a great, fun girl to be with. I mean, we had a lot of fun despite the fact that there was this huge age difference. I really started to fall for her. I really did. In fact, there was a point where I was like, I think we could be together for a long time despite the fact that we fought all the time. I mean, when you're that age, your goals are obviously so much different than, you know, I, I just remember there was a night where I took work at the Irvine Improv and it was uh, Valentine's Day and Aaron was bitching that I took work over, over going out with her. Right, right, well, right. Because right. you'd promised her soup when she's sick. Right, that right, means right, right. that you're not going to spend Valentine's and, Day apart. And so we were supposed Gary. to go, we were supposed <laughs> to go have dinner and like, Girls don't understand this, but, like, I'm going to take work first. I mean, that's what's paying for everything that right, we're doing, right? Right, right, right. But nobody understands that the dinner on February 15th is just the same as it is on February 14th. So what happened was 
it took a long time before I was able to transition this whole cute, fun friendship into getting her into bed. Because despite the fact that she was rebelling against the whole Mormon thing, she still – she was a virgin, and she didn't want to put out. Like, I mean, she was just still really shy in that regard. Like, she just didn't want to do it. It took – six seven months like just squeaking the wheels over and over again like just dry humping and then like <laughs> it moving to that next level and like over and over like i mean i've never worked so hard to get so little each and every night i mean like i i would go out and just buy her like a hundred dollars worth of gifts just to grab her ass i mean like that was like so creepy that i but i didn't care like i was really like I had this weird feeling that if I worked hard enough that I could break this whole thing. And eventually it happened. I mean, where it, it like, what was the turning point for her? Like, what was it that I think, I think the turning point was, I think she started staying the night over at my place. I think she eventually came. I think she had later told me that I just wore her out. Like that, yeah. that was it. Like it was, <laughs> she was exhausted. She was exhausted. Like from moving, Fine. right, right, right. From slapping my hand away, like get out, get out, get out. Like, and again, <laughs> she lived in Riverside. So she loved hanging out, you know, with me and just, you know, being awake. Like, I think she was rebelling against the whole family. So I think she kind of knew like, it was going to happen, but she was holding it off for as long as it could possibly happen. Okay. Good. All right. So in what ways do you feel exceeding your pussy quota might have made you crazy? Do you think that's... I, I think the problem became the girls that I was trying to hook up with were much younger. So you're dealing with that whole nonsense of a girl that's very immature and very youthful. So, you know, in, in a sense, you're like, wow, this is great. I'm, I'm banging this young, hot girl who doesn't have a lot of experience, but I'm getting this girl. But now you're dealing with a whole set of other issues where she's pissed that, you know, you're working on Valentine's night when she wants to go out to Red Robin, which is bullshit. You know, uh, I remember one time uh, a girl and I were supposed to go to the San Diego Zoo. And I said, hey, why don't we wait a couple of days? I have a buddy that works there and we can get in for free. And her exact quote is, well, why don't we just go today? We can go spend our money. Well, meanwhile, she wasn't working. Like, I don't know where the R came in. I mean, this was my money. I mean, like... Well, you could go free a few days later. So we could go free wait. a few days later. But that's the mentality of a 20-year-old of, like, let's not wait 48 hours when we can get in for free. Let's go right now because I'm bored and I need to be entertained today. I remember one time I met a girl in D.C. at the D.C. Improv. Really cute, really sexy girl. And she agreed to fly out to L.A. and visit me. She came out and I... Couldn't have been more annoyed that when here, – here's my thing. and Back me up on this if you agree with this. If you're flying a girl out, right, you're flying her from wherever she's from to L.A., that is code for your putting out, right? I mean that's You paid for her ticket and yes, everything? Yes. A girl has to know that that's part of it. If she's paying for the ticket, she can hold off a little bit. But if you're paying for it – there was a girl who I flew from Kansas City to Phoenix one time, and she was screwing around, like wouldn't put out. like, And I, it, I wasn't pressuring that much, but it was like, hey, listen, we kind of know the deal. This is the, and She was just screwing around, screwing around. And finally, I'd waited long enough. Like I put in at least a good 13 hours. Like I mean that was like <laughs> for me, listen, sweetie. Like I mean we're, we're moving along to it. And I remember flying her back. I, I We got on a plane. And I flew her back from Phoenix to Kansas City because she wasn't. Like you drove her to the airport. Drove you're her like, to the airport. Is, you're just giving done. me blue balls yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, listen, I, I'm not saying we have to full on sleep together, but you can't even, you know, do a little something to me or whatever. And literally, <laughs> I think it was probably, I gave her a full night. And, and I, we woke up Sunday morning and still nothing. And I was like, 
we're, we're heading back to the airport. But that was really, I'd had enough. It sounds like you treated her like a reality show contestant where right. you were like, like, you flew him out for the competition and they just yeah. bombed down. You're like, here's your card. You're going home. She had every opportunity. I gave her a couple of hours. Yeah. But maybe she was trying to like make it something special. <laughs> there was, I don't think so. There was. Yeah. There why was, would she get on a plane to come right. see you without sort of knowing that that was part of it? The idea I have of, a friend though who did that. I have a friend who, one of my best friends, we had this debate because she went to, he, this man, guy flew her to New York. They stayed in like an amazing, nice place, I think. I don't know exactly where, but they, he took her to see Woody Allen, which, um, you know, playing the clarinet, which in my mind, that's just one of the sweetest things you could do. It went out for a great dinner and, and she didn't have sex with him. And I was mad at her. I said, you know, you can't go that. And she goes, no, no, no. It wasn't part of the deal. And I was like, mm, yeah. That's a really sweet thing that guy did for you. I think at the very least, like, you don't go if you're not planning on at least, I don't know if it necessarily, like, sex or relationship or what. I mean, you didn't want a relationship with that girl. You just no, wanted to have sex not. with her. No, absolutely not. So she too. shouldn't have taken you up on it. No, I mean, no. And, but here's the weird thing. The only reason that I was expecting something was because when I met her in Kansas City at the Improv, she was very flirty, and she said, hey, we're not going to do anything this time, but next time I see you, we will. So she already gave me that Oh, so she was already yes. very clear with yes. what she was intending. Yes. So, I wonder what happened. Maybe she, she had a second thoughts when she got off the plane. I don't know. I, but but the, other girl, <laughs> the other girl who I flew out from D.C. who came out to see me, she was putting up a front, too. Like, just nothing, nothing, nothing. And... I was just getting annoyed with her. Like th- this girl wouldn't even let me like hug her, do whatever, and, and just kind of weird. And so eventually she said to me, she's like, why are you being so angry? And I said, well, you know, I kind of had this idea that we were going to be physical. This and, that. and she said to me, she's like, fine. I mean, would it change the, the way we're hanging out in our fun if I just fucked you? And I said, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, fine. And, and I remember she put out, and I remember after we finished, I couldn't wait to get rid of her. Like I was so bored and I, she literally was just nothing there and she was supposed to stay for another couple of days. And I remember getting rid of her quickly. Like I just, it was, she became useless the minute we finished. And I'm sure she thought I was a lousy lay too. And that's fine. But you know, it, 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 when you waste a Viagra on somebody and then you have that whole idea that this was a hundred milligram pill. And I mean, a good stuff, not the kind of Mexico, like this was from a pharmacy and that I had to kick her out. She was done. It was, it was the weird, like enough. Like I had to kick her out of there. Maybe if, you didn't exceed your pussy quota. Do you think that right now you would be that guy with the kid? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really do. I mean, or I think maybe I could have been the guy that was married to Sue, like my original girlfriend down here in, in L.A. and, you know, living in Valencia, which is where she is, close to Magic Mountain and having a view of the Superman ride from her backyard. Like, I could be, you know, that guy. I could be living in suburbia and, you know, maybe not. Like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so it really is oh. weird. Yeah, probably. If you've exceeded your pussy quota, <laughs> do you feel there's a way to come back from that or are you just far too far gone? It's like never – you've exceeded it. You've had too much quantity, too much quality, and uh, and you can't ever go back to where you were – where nature intended you to be with – the right person. So you're so you're you're saying have I have I gone too far? Like is there no way to well listen, I mean, let's hope Michelle's not listening to this, but if if uh if we were <laughs> if we were to break up, uh I, I, I think first thing on my priority list would be to bag the sister. Like I think that that's what, you know, and then bag the friend, you know, just to say that I did it. 
and then hit the road again. In other words, there's no coming back. (laughs) I don't think there is. There's no redeeming you. Now that I'm thinking about that, there's probably... The pussy quota has... uh, Once you've exceeded it, you can't ever come back. Right. And I think I succeeded it probably four years ago. Come on. There's no question. I mean, you know, to to see these girls that I've been with, I mean, there's no way. I mean, I wouldn't sleep with me. I'm not a very (laughs) good looking. I'm very hairy. There's no reason. I have a a, a huge lump on my head, like a, a cyst, you know, multiple cysts. Like, no girl wants to be rubbing some dude's head and rub a big old huge ass bump i mean there's just it's it's gross you know what i mean so i i understand so if you look at these girls like they fell for it you know gary i think on some level you are a huge inspiration there are guys listening to this right now going fuck yes i am just like you and i'm yeah i'm totally in i'm a i'm a michelle has pointed out many times that i'm a dirty little man you know what i mean so (laughs) she's aware of it but she happens to be the one that's falling for it right now (laughs) she's a doll maybe 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 you'll put a ring on that one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Gary Cannon. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Ten. Oh man, Cannon! Cannon was so not forthcoming. What do you mean? Oh, he is such a more creep than that shit. Okay, you're stealing a, a Mormon girl. Okay, that's nothing on Cannon. But he worked hard to do that. I mean, that was like yeah. But while yeah. he was doing that, he was banging like every other girl too. Okay, he's such a fucking creep. It made it sound like he was just driven to steal one girl while he was doing that. I know Cannon. He was fucking like nine girls at the same time. He's such a fucking creep. Okay, he'll bang milfs. He'll bang fat girls. He'll bang. Oh my god, sloppy bitches, sloppy drunks. Oh my god, he 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 waits out by the girls' restroom. Oh yeah, he talked right, about that. He cards. did talk about that. Oh my god, he's got these horrible cards with a caricature of himself. If I had that, if someone drew that caricature of me, I would slap them in their fucking face. <laughs> I would. That's the most insulting shit I've ever seen anybody draw. If, if someone drew that of me, I would punch them in their fucking fat nose. You fucking dick. You drew this of me? Really? This is how you see me? Hey, fuck you. Punch them right in their goddamn face. You fucking look, it's assholes. It's a caricature. It's not supposed to look... It's supposed to look like him, but not... Oh, my God. And he thinks it's cool. And he puts that on a card with his number and his Facebook. And he just trolls for fucking wayward hoes. <laughs> oh, my God. He is such a fucking scumbag. Oh, oh my God. Cannon, he's so sweet, though. I mean, he is a he's, sweet guy. He, he's, it's a facade. No. Cannon is the most... Oh, my God. It's Here, not a facade. A he's actually he a sweet guy. Shut the fuck he up. He got us tickets got to see Matt too. King. He's got you full, too. <laughs> no. Let me tell Tell you what, Cannon, Cannon's whole angle is the greatest angle I've ever seen. <laughs> Listen to this creep, y'all. Okay, this is what this <laughs> fuck does. All right, he acts gay, okay? He acts gay. Everybody thinks he's gay until he's balls deep in you, girls. All right, <laughs> this is how he does it. He goes, he goes, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay. He lets you drop your guard. He gets a couple cocktails in you. And then he acts like, well, I've never even seen a vagina. What? You've never seen <laughs> seen a vagina here here's my vagina oh my god what's that hatchet wound i've never even been inside one what's the vagina even feel like i don't even know what a vagina feels like 
oh my god and then he makes you think like well if i've even if i'd ever tried a vagina i might even like it i don't know what it feels like you've never even tried a vagina no i never have oh my god we're here to put your penis in there and try it wiggle it around <laughs> a little bit i don't even know what that feel like oh my god and then he's balls deep in you girls all right and then boom you got tagged okay and that's when he turns straight oh my god you made me feel funny for the first time like i might be even straight and you feel like you've done something for the world girls and that's how he gets you he's a fucking creep okay he he doesn't even let you know that he's gay all right i mean that he's straight oh he fucking whams you he does right? he does um come off like he could be gay like he's kind of got that well, he wears a purple shirt all the time, okay? <laughs> he brings extra clothes to the show, all right? They're always dry clean. He wears a sports coat, all right? The the purple shirt, to, and he acts gay, all right? He's kind of got his way about him that you'd be like, really, you're straight? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you're a little shocked. You're well, but then shocked. you're also shocked at the, the amount of women he's been with and the quality, too. I mean, his, his girlfriend right now is it so is pretty. adorable. She's, she's fucking He really gorgeous. likes them if he, they don't talk. They don't talk. They don't get lippy with him, okay? Like, <laughs> and uh, they don't talk. And Michelle is adorable, and she is absolutely gorgeous. And uh, she is uh, such a high-quality girl, all right? And there is no reason that he should be with her. <laughs> there, she is so far and above his level, all right? He is Michelle, such a fucking Michelle, if you get creep. to hear this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Aaron is dirty fucking laundry, that fucking creep. Oh, Cannon, you creepy bastard. He's never going to want to talk to us again. <laughs> I know, I know. But it is a I very know. creepy Halloween episode, don't you think, I so know. far? And, and it was so funny because when we got this podcast, he was like, so when am I going to be on it? When am oh, I going to be on it? And he immediately was like, hey, when am I going to be on this podcast? Well, yeah. We, and you know what? It's perfect for the Halloween because all you got to do is look at our website. Go to the perfect tenpod.com. The perfect word. 1010podpod.com and you can see pictures of Gary and fully wrap your mind around what somebody looks like who we define as a creep who gets laid and and it is truly shocking people so yeah it, it will yeah. it will make and you it feel should give you hope too guys out there you're like that guy gets pussy. Yeah. Shit, I can get pussy. Maybe Gary should stop teaching comedy and start teaching guys how to yeah, get Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy should not be teaching comedy. Okay, <laughs> trust me. I've seen his act. That motherfucker Oh, I like his act, but yeah, I mean. I mean, come on. When was the last time you wrote a new joke? Okay, and switching from uh, Mervyn's to Cole's does not count, okay, as writing new comedy. Well, he's very funny. You can check him out online. Oh, he's hilarious. Yes, he's very funny and, and apparently has quite the talent for getting laid and that's because he makes women laugh and honestly i think that's the greatest aphrodisiac it is it is it's worked for me for years guys you might not be as lucky as gary you might not be able to work that mad game that he has whatever that magic is <laughs> but uh you know if you're not that lucky but you want to get some, you know get off with an maybe a, a rubber doll or some sort of fancy toy you can make believe that you're getting a blowjob in a dirty bathroom from some horror that has a boyfriend <laughs> that wants to get some free dvds Maybe what you could do is satisfy your urges by going to adamandeve.com. What do you think? 
Hey, it works for me. If it wasn't for you, I'd be there at adamandeve.com. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in your bedroom? <laughs> Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult Ooh. movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. You'll get 50% off just about any item. That's not all. Oh, no. You'll, be, <laughs> you'll select one item at 50% off. You'll also receive three free adult DVDs for little inspiration plus a free extra gift so sensual we can't mention on this podcast and to top it all off we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order and no we're not teasing because you know me i'm a big tease <laughs> so check out adamandeve.com today and for this special offer get 50 percent off one item when you type perfect for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, an extra free gift, and free shipping. Just use the offer code PERFECT at adamandeve.com. So there you have it, fellas. So, um, like I said, you can't get with Gary, get it on your own. And uh, that didn't make much sense at all, did it? No, but your right hand will. All right? So enjoy (laughs) adamandeve.com. Okay, so... um, on to other things, right? In line with the spookiness of our current episode, um, we're going to take it down to a whole new level with what we like to call horror stories. As opposed to our normal slut stories or horror stories or whatever, this is called horror stories because they're really, really scary, creepy stories of gay sex. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Enough to make any asshole cinch up. Ooh. There's there's uh, there's ghosts in that asshole. Yeah, yeah, there could be. <laughs> um, well, the thing about this segment is for a long time, I've been pitching to Danny to try and do something to include our gay audience. I personally love gay stories. Gay sex stories, I think, are amazing. Like, I'm fascinated <laughs> by it. I'm, I want to hear more. The, oh the crazier, God. the better. But every There's time... guys all over America right. going fast forward, yeah. fast forward. Every time the story would come up, Danny would say, the guys don't want to hear this shit. This is just horrific. And then and then we realized, well, Halloween's coming. And if it's, and if it's really, really scary and funny, then all the better. More power to us. So here you go, people. Here's our... First installments of horror stories. Ooh, ooh, ah! Hey, hey. <laughs> Perfect Ten Podcast is proud to present horror stories. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? Good. So I, I want to hear a really great horror story. Um, I actually enjoyed most of them, so I don't know how horrible they would be, but I remember uh, on several occasions, I, I used to love to go to the sex clubs. And I don't know if you've ever been to one in L.A., but there can be pretty crazy and pretty seedy. And it's... Um, it, uh, by definition, is just you no know, holds barred. You can do whatever you want. And so um, I used to go outside into the parking lot and in the street and you could start, you know, sucking guys off. And before you even go in, you know, doing some of that dirty stuff out in the street uh, or in the cars or wherever. And there'd be people parked out there outside and uh, just going nuts with their doors open. And you can just join in if you wanted to. And, and there's always a variety of stuff to do. You can just step right in and suck some cock or get, some, get fucked or do drugs or whatever you wanted to do. 
So then uh, when you go into this establishment, you know, there's a series of slings and dark rooms. One of my favorite rooms is they have um, bathtubs. You can just get in there and get over with your clothes on. You can drink piss or get pissed on. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and I've had a, a variety of experiences there. I, I never drank piss myself, but I would get pissed on and I'd piss on guys. And so then you walk around and you're smelling like piss, right? Room that's completely dark. You can go into this room. I can't see you. I can't. All I can do is hear you, and, and maybe smell you. <laughs> smell you, right? And and really, you could just go in. Any hole is available. Doesn't care. You know, you can't see anybody. That's the point. It's anonymous. You just go in there. You start fucking. You start sucking. And so. So I, basically, you're just feeling flesh on flesh, and if you exactly. find something, you can put it in there. Exactly, and nobody questions it. <laughs> it's a great way to pick up a date. <laughs> wow. So, one of my goals one time was to take uh, as many loads as I could. That means cum loads and right. Oh, well, so. I caught it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, here I am. You know, after making my rounds through the slings, through the bathtubs, and getting pissed on. I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much a sight at this point. So I go into this, this, this room, and uh, you know, and I start sucking people off. And so I'm, you know, in that position, and people are fucking me, and you can feel when they're coming inside you, and uh, uh, you know that grunt. Uh, and it's sort of a very euphoric moment when that's happening because you don't know who it is, oh. and it's it's really satisfying in a strange way. And um, and so after, you know, the goal was to take as many as I could, right? So I, I think I got to about 14 this one particular evening. Mind you, I did this many times. <laughs> You're probably looking at me like, oh my god. <laughs> no, yeah, well, that's pretty wild. Uh, well, 14 in just this room, or 14 leading up to the room? Uh, in just this one particular room. So you've uh, already had a bunch of it, like. Yeah. Okay. And and I didn't. I mean, this particular night, I didn't take any while I'm on the streets or whatever. But some nights I have. You know, it's just like it's every Friday, Saturday night. It's pretty much crazy there. Uh, and then afterwards, you can take a little break, and then go back and start again, right? And I would always go back with the same routine. Go back to the slings, because then you can get into a sling with your legs up in the air and do whatever you want to do. You can, you know, I, I would like to get some loads in this particular night, or uh, or jump back into the sling myself and take some loads. Um, and, you know, there's little dark hallways, little uh, trashy areas, videos playing everywhere. Have you ever been in a sex club? No, no, I haven't. I don't think, well, I mean, I've been to sex shows and I've been to, like, truck stops, but nothing that sounds anything like that. Okay, well, these are great. You should try it one time. You know, and it really, forget about, it's, it's really just fucking into abandon. You don't care who they are, where they come from. It's just, you know, it's that, that's that certain thrill that you get, that I get. Uh, that I enjoy. <laughs> what was it like the first time you went into that place? Was that pretty um, intense? The first time I was nervous, I got to admit. And I, I wasn't in there very long, probably half an hour. Um, I wasn't high or anything. So I just went in there and um, I think I made a, a quick round. I don't even think I got off that one time. I, I was, uh, I, you know, I could be timid. <laughs> so that was my first time. I was nervous and I didn't really do a whole lot. I just looked around, scoped it out. and then. But subsequent times I went back. And I used to I used to be high all the time, and, and I, that's when you really fucking the careless abandon and just do whatever. I'm sober now, so I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. But wow, <laughs> I think now uh, Justin is waiting on you because you have to blow a horn. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, remember, I was at Spike Bar in L.A. and. Um, I had just gotten there, had my first two drinks, and some guy came across from the bar, 
and uh, came running up to me, saw my hands, and he's like freaked out because I have big hands. And he's like, oh my God, you gotta come outside with me. And he dragged me out back, and in the parking lot behind the bar, um, dropped his pants and just sat down on my hand. No lubing him, nothing, and um, I was a little shocked, so then we went back to my apartment, and um, I, he wanted me to fist him again. I started fisting him, then we, I started double fisting him, and then he said, uh, now stick your dick up there too, I did, and he said, now jerk off inside of me, and I did, and then he like, kind of farted it out and ate it. So, um, the guy who would be my first boyfriend, his name is and this was up in San Francisco. <clears throat> and we met on a Tuesday night, and I had no idea what was in store. Uh, so we went out to this bar right on Castro and Market, and I know now that he slipped some GHB into my drink. And I didn't know anything about GHB or any of those drugs at all. So we're out there on the dance floor, and before I know it, both of our pants are down and we're stroking each other off there on the middle of the dance floor in front of all these people, making out and just going to town. <clears throat> After a little while, we step out of the bar and we go around to the Castro Theater. There's a box office right outside the theater and we start sucking each other off. And <clears throat> uh, at some point, you know, he starts fingering my hole and we're, we're, you know, we're getting pretty nasty right there on the street. And so my car was parked right down the street. And we go into my car, and I start, uh, he sits in the passenger seat, and I start, I start giving him a head. And then I hear this knock on the window, and it's another guy who had been watching us and wanted to join. So we agreed, and we follow him down the streets and we, into some apartment building. We go down all the way to the basement, into, uh, into the boiler room. And so the three of us are in this boiler room. It's hot as hell. And the geese re really starts to kick in. Uh, and next thing I know, uh, you know, we're sucking each other off, and they start fucking me. And I hadn't even cleaned out or anything, because I didn't even know this was going to happen. So they're fucking on me, they're pissing on me, and they're, uh, you know, we're, we're, it just got pretty messy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm there naked, on the, on the, riding on the, this concrete floor, and it's, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, it's pretty hot and sweaty, and... Eventually, they, you know, they piss up my hole and they come at my hole and I'm sitting there, I'm lying there on the floor, getting really queasy and basically this mess of cum and piss and shit are just oozing out of my hole. Um, and, you know, eventually I started to get sick. <laughs> but uh, after a while, uh, you know, that was it. So, but, you know, they had already had their fun and, uh, and that was basically my first date with this guy. Um, and we became boyfriends right after that. <laughs> Isn't it sweet? Whoa! It's just so lovely. <laughs> that guy farted it out and the guy ate it. Whoa! It's Whoa! true love, Ralphie. It's true love. Whoa! <laughs> Fuck you, Hostel. Fuck you, Saw. Make that into a horror movie. Whoa! Whoa! That's the most horrific shit I've ever heard of in my fucking life. The fucking bathtubs where guys can piss and get shit on, and then the room with any hole will do, and the 14 loads. Whoa!
Just AIDS all swimming up in you and hepatitis with AIDS. Ooh! <laughs> the, the, the club should just be called HIV. Like, oh, oh, is it Roman number f- uh, H4? No, that's HIV, motherfucker. Ooh! It's AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Oh my god. Oh, this is so fucking gross. Oh god. Oh, good sweet Jesus. Ooh! Ooh! This is the most horrific shit we've ever done, ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck you, ghost hunters. Eat a dick. This is the grossest shit ever. It's very scary oh Halloween, my God. isn't it? Oh, God damn it. Should have taken a pumpkin down there and have one pump of AIDS into it. Oh, my God. The guy was getting his butthole fingered outside of the fuck on the street. Who does that shit? Who gets your butthole buggered on the goddamn street? <laughs> Who's walking down the street going... Hey, you know, this would be a great place to get my butthole finger. <laughs> oh, hey, can I get a blue job and a butthole fingering right here on the street? Well, I mean, I think that's what that that's what they do down there, right? Well, is that the gay thing to do? Just no, go I get mean, a blow job on the street and get a I can tell you butt? what, that there's that playground right there on Santa Monica Boulevard and um we stopped playing down there after after recording this. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're not playing down there anymore because at, during the day there's a lot of kids, but I'm pretty sure at night that's where the buttholes get fingered. Yeah, right. That's a yeah. finger butthole thing. You yeah. know, we're right across the street from there is where I saw that midget get a blowjob from that tranny one time. Me and Doug Stanhope sitting on the park bench laughing her butt off, <laughs> watching the midget getting a fucking blowjob from a tranny. <laughs> As he rubbed his little midget fingers through that fucking tranny's wig. Oh, God damn it. You oh. got to love it. Well, did we scare you, people? Did you get really frightened? I'm fucking scared. It was pretty Ugh, scary. God, I'm a little queasy, too. By the way, fuck this banana I was going to eat. Hey, guys, we hope you have a wonderful Halloween. Be safe. Get lots of candy. You want to tell them to get some diabetes, Ralph? Sure. Catch your diabetes. Enjoy it. That's right. You only live once. If you do it right, that's all you need. As far as shows this week, Ralphie's and locked up back up in rehab, working on himself, which is going to be good for him. And you can see me on Wednesday, November 7th at uh, Yankee Doodles. I'm recording something for a website called CafeMom.com. It's a whole show about moms. I'll let you guys know when that's up online as well. So I'm really, really excited about that. And with that, we have a band. That's right. Live from the Mercy Lounge in Nashville, Tennessee. Charlie Abbott Abbott Band. I saw it coming and I had to turn around Another day and y'all gonna pay The part is over, man, so get up out my face You rise again, if you can do it Cause you've been smoking that shit all day Get behind, oh, give me something I'll give you some of my stone cold grace So, 30 miles back home You came around 
I didn't know it Cause underneath the dock it gun started on fire Sales to face I spent your money Cause coming with the good shit man I'll put you on the wire You'll rise again If you can do it Cause you've been smoking that shit all day Get behind I'll give you something I'll give you some of my stone cold grace So 30 miles back home again if you can do it so you've been smoking that shit all day get behind or oh, give me something give you some of my stone cold grace so 30 miles back home low 30 miles back home Thank you, thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit a Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.